Finding a service solution that helps you keep customers happy can feel impossible. Just like trying to remember the name of that guy you literally just met at a networking event. HubSpot's all-new Service Hub can help, with the service solution part at least. It brings service and success together on one powerful platform, with an AI-powered help desk and chatbot to handle your frontline tickets, so you can scale support and drive retention and revenue. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Howdy, folks. It is Tuesday, April 25th. I'm Jacob Cohen, and you are listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're talking about a major soda rivalry. No, it is not Pepsi versus Coke, and no, it's not even Coke versus Sprite. What we are talking about today is Sprite versus Starry. Yeah, you may not have heard of that one. Starry is Pepsi's latest run at rival Sprite's lemon-lime dominance. We'll be looking at that and also at how Pepsi is looking to chip away market share broadly using Gen Z slang and professional tongues. We'll get into that in a bit. But first, let's take a quick look at what else is happening in the world of business and tech. Let's get crack-lacking. All right. First things first, unfortunately, it's a little bit of a smaller world after all at Disney. The company is back to cutting jobs this week, initiating a second round of layoffs to get closer to its 7,000 role downsizing goal for the year. Hard hit divisions of the business this time include ESPN and theme parks. Moving along, battle of the ban. As U.S. politicians continue to weigh TikTok's future, a Wall Street Journal poll found 46% of Americans in support of a nationwide ban with 35% opposed. Surprising nobody, 62% of Republicans favor a ban on TikTok compared to just 33% of Democrats. And by age group, 59% of people 65 years and over support a ban compared to 37% of 18 to 34-year-olds. Up next, Nintendo is looking to one-up the competition. It would seem the company likes making money because it is planning to follow up its latest more than $870 million box office hit with the Super Mario Bros. movie with further movies. The company teased that other Nintendo characters could soon be hitting the big screen, and we look forward to it. Up next, unfortunately for Epic Games, it looks like Epic's antitrust challenge against Apple and its App Store was uh, it was an epic fail. Uh, not really, but it was too easy of a pun not to use, had to do it. For context, this whole dispute between Epic Games and Apple began when Epic sued Apple in 2020 after Apple banned Fortnite, a very popular game from the App Store because Epic, like many companies, did not want to pay the 30% Apple Store tax on dollars spent on apps downloaded through the App Store and developed a workaround for users. Apple was not happy with this. It's a big issue. We've seen and discussed a bunch on this podcast, in particular, how it's impacted Spotify's plan to sell audiobooks in their app. Long story short, Apple scored the bigger win in court this time with a panel affirming a judge's finding that on a federal level, the App Store and its practices are not monopolistic, The ruling comes as Apple's been making changes to the way the App Store operates to address developer concerns. However, the judge's ruling that Apple must let app developers at least inform users of alternative payment systems still stands under California law. And Epic, I believe, considered that a big win. 
In other news, retail moves. The resurrected MoviePass will sell its subscription service at Walmart. Meanwhile, Aura Rings are now available in more than 850 Best Buy stores. That company has raised close to $150 million, and this move will help make it easier for consumers to actually try on these rings, which can track different aspects of your health without having to wait for a sizing kit, something that you could argue might make it less appealing of a purchase than a product like Whoop, they're another band where you don't really have to size it up before you purchase. Also, LVMH has officially become the first European company to hit a more than $500 billion market cap. Shares soared following a 17% increase in first quarter sales, reaching a record high on Monday. We've also got the follow-up of an NFT scandal in the news. Nathaniel Chastain, a former OpenSea employee accused of insider trading, headed to trial yesterday. It's the first such case involving NFTs. And last but not least, we've got a case of sole custody. A copyright violation trial kicked off yesterday, pitting Ed Sheeran against the estate of Marvin Gaye's writing partner. Our thoughts go out to whoever pulled jury duty and will now hear Sheeran's thinking out loud and Gaye's let's get it on over and over and over and over again. All week long. If you like this song, it's good for you. Otherwise, uh, our thoughts are with you. (laughs) All right. And with that, let's get to the main story. So like I said at the beginning, Pepsi is looking to chip away market share using things like Gen Z slang and professional tongues, I believe is what I said. So let's get into this story. So PepsiCo CEO can speak English, Spanish, French, German, Greek, and Catalan, But it's his brand's familiarity, it seems, potentially with Gen Z colloquialisms that may actually be the thing that leave the competition ghosted. So at a time when soda consumption is declining, it's down 12% in the last decade, according to Bloomberg, Pepsi's latest big name lemon line soda release promises to, quote unquote, hit different. That's Gen Z slang for the uninitiated. It's called Starry. It was launched in January. And according to marketing materials, it's an optimistic soda for an optimistic generation. So it says. Now, I'm not sure the data fully supports the Gen Z being optimists thing, but we'll go with it for now. Now, here's why this is an interesting soda. So following in the footsteps of Sierra Mist, Slice, Team, and others that go decades back, Starry is Pepsi's latest in a long line of lemon-lime liquids. Now, Pepsi's goal here with Starry is to hit Sprite where Sierra missed and evaporate some of Sprite's 73% market share of the lemon-lime soda space by entering the market, especially with a pop. For instance, Starry is already the official soft drink of the NBA and WNBA. Now, the Coca-Cola company has long been the lemon-lime king, with Coke and Sprite holding a very high Gen Z favorability score, according to Morning Consult, as well as the endorsement of the literal king, LeBron James himself. So despite its flashy entrance to the market, PepsiCo has a long way to go. Yesterday, Coke reported global sales rose 5% in Q1 to almost $11 billion, beating expectations. So like I said, long way to go. But with Gen Z, word travels fast and targeting the generation with a soda. You never know. With Gen Z, you never know. Now, on Pepsi's snack front, I'd say it's more of a when it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of situation here. So unlike things like kombucha and hummus, 
Pepsi sees humanity eating potato chips so long as the sun rises and sets. And it's leaning in to what you might call its junk food brands. More, it appears, than its more health food brands. But to keep up with health trends, though, it's now focused on making its unhealthy options at least a little less bad for you. And it's doing that by paying a team of highly trained operatives $20 an hour to help taste test less salty and sugary snacks and drinks, according to an interesting piece from the Wall Street Journal. Now, these testers are reportedly not supposed to say things like mmm or uh, but rather judge foods on flavor notes like earthy, cardboardy, and uh, I'm not really sure what this one <laughs> means, but painty. So if anyone listening to this knows what a painty potato chip tastes like, please let us know. All right, and bada bing, bada boom, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter, which you can and should sign up for at thehustle.co slash email. Hope you have a terrific Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, everybody. I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work. And it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne, Elliot, as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.